0: You get the praise, you get the glory, yeah. You get the praise, you get the glory, yeah. You get the praise, you get the glory. Welcome to the pace place. With the trail pace. We ain't walking by sight. It's a faith thing, and you know the Lord gotta get the glory. So listen to this world and let go all of your worries. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on the Pace Place Podcast for season three. Oh my goodness. It's already a new season. It's already a new year. Like, where is the time going? Oh my goodness. But welcome back. I am so happy that you guys are still rocking with me. Welcome to all my new people. Welcome into the space. It's comfortable in here. Get comfortable. Kick your feet up. Get some water, some juice, or whatever you drink, child. And let's get into this word because it is absolutely amazing. It is absolutely awesome. And I'm just so glad that you guys are here. You're still walking with me and you're still listening, okay? Oh my goodness, welcome back. And I just want to say thank you all to who is consistently listening to my podcast, who is consistently supporting me. I just continue to thank you and I praise God for you. And I just hope that God is continuing to bless you all. I'm just praying that God is continuing to show his face in your guys' life and just continue to build you all up and and show you that he's mighty and, and allow you to walk in obedience to his spirit and what he is calling all of you guys to. To do i am super super grateful and i continue to speak blessings over your lives and so i am back season three it is absolutely amazing and so i want to just go ahead and jump right into it because it's gonna be a good one Interesting, right? I have not forgot about my hand clap. I love that sound effect. (laughs) And I just want to say thank you again, once again, for tuning in to new season here on the Pace Place Podcast. Let's jump right into it. So today we're going to be in a couple of different scriptures. Not a couple, a few, you know, (laughs) more than three. So I am super, super grateful because I want to focus on a word Um, not so much a scripture. Okay. And so what is interesting is the word content. And so what I really got from this is that basically God was telling me like, you shall be content. And I was like, you know, God, I thought I already was content. And he was like, "Eh, let's, let's really work on that. Let's, let's kind of hone that. Let's kind of, let's kind of review that right there. And so that's just what I've been doing. And when I really started studying scripture, understanding like, what does the lord say about contentment like what is it that is content when it comes to the the lord to the word of the lord and so i really wanted to focus on that and so Um, I'm going to be coming out of New Testament scripture. Um, I am going to jump back and forth between New Testament, Old Testament, just to kind of give us an understanding of the definition when it comes to the word content. And so you guys kind of bear with me because I'm going to be, you know, all over with, with the scriptures today. (laughs) So let's start here. In the New Testament, there are three different ways that the word content is used. And so it's interesting because the first one is in Mark chapter 15, verse 15. And I actually want to go there and read it so that we can kind of get an an idea of what each person in their rendition is saying when it comes to the word content. So Mark 15, 15 is the first one. And it says, and so Pilate willing to content the people. Released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. And so we can see here that word content, okay? What does it say? And so Pilate willing to content the people. That first word content, it actually means competent, being capable okay and i found that to be so interesting at the fact that he wanted to content the people so he pilot understood that the people were were upset Okay, this is where, you know, the chief priest shot. They done brought Jesus in front of Pilate. Oh, he didn't committed a sin. Okay, he is over here blaspheming God. And all of the accusations that they, you know, brought before Pilate about him saying that he says he's the son of God. But the thing about it is that Pilate was able to be competent in his mind, being capable and aware and understanding that he did not want the people to turn on him. And so he gave them what they wanted. Okay. And so now I'm going to go into the second word content, right? And it's found in Luke chapter three, verse 14. And so I'm going to read this one. And it says, and the soldiers likewise demanded him saying, and what shall we do? And he said unto them, do violence to no man neither accuse any falsely and be content with your wages this is john the baptist talking with the soldiers at the jordan river he's there he's baptizing people he's telling people hey the kingdom of heaven is at hand repent okay and be saved um he's trying to get people to convert and and understand that they are sinners and they need to repent to save their souls because the kingdom of heaven is at hand Right. And so he's telling them, be content with your wages. Now, this word content is where it gets interesting, because the word actually means to expiate sin. And when I looked at that word expiate, it actually means to atone for sin. And we know we all know who can atone for our sin. And now I want to get into that third content. And it's only in um, the book of Philippians. So Philippians chapter four, verse 11, and it says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content now this is paul talking to the church of philippi he's telling them he has learned to be content he has learned to abase and abound in all situations and all circumstances because he knows that he can do all things through christ who strengthens him okay because of the Lord is how he's able to be content. It's how he's able to have even learned how to be content in the Lord. And so this is actually very interesting of the definition because the definition of the third content right here in Philippians, it says, the idea of a baffling wind to breathe unconsciously, that is respire by analogy to blow air. And I was like, okay, all of these definitions are so interesting. But what really popped out to me was that the last two contents, it actually referenced the Old Testament Hebrew definition to get a better understanding of what the word actually means. And it really stuck out to me because once when, when you guys understand that when we are reading and studying in the Esword, the references that I give you guys in season two about how I study esort, right? When we are reading and studying in here, we have to understand that when we're in Greek, it's going to give us Greek definitions. It barely, rarely, rarely give us anything outside of that realm. And the same thing for vice versa. If we're in Hebrew and we're studying on the Hebrew context and definition, it's rarely going to give us anything from the Greek text. And so, I found this to be very interesting that it actually had the Hebrew definition there. And so I'm going to go into it so you guys can better understand because I felt like it was so important and so imperative for us to understand that when things pop out to us in scripture, we need to look into it. When we're reading and studying and having these, these definitions and we're looking up these words and things are popping out to us, we need to look further into it. And so I'm gonna go into the Hebrew definition of the word content. It actually means to continue to grab hold. So the leader of a family, a tribe or people as one who carries the burdens of the people, a place of safety, a refuge, the family standard as to the place of refuge that one flees to, to run to the standard for safety. Also, a fleeing to any safe place such as a city or a mountain. And what I really got from this, one, Jesus is the one who we can be content In. It is through Christ. It is through what he has done for us. It is through walking through the door of Christ, going in and out to find the pastures that we need, to find the words, the scripture, the ideas, all of the things that we need to come out and to live in this world and be content with where we are, where the Lord has us. And so I found this to be super amazing. So, so, so amazing so the same way that we can unconsciously breathe right in and out the same way that we can and we are capable of grabbing hold of christ it's the same way it's the same walk that he has first breathed in us in me and in you Right, that we have the ability to even breathe at all, that we are even capable of walking this earth with breath in our lungs. Right, it's absolutely amazing. Okay, it's He is my safe place, He is the head of my life that carries my burdens. It is Christ. He's the standard in my life, right? And when I think about that, it makes me think about the scripture in Matthew. I don't know where it's at, but where Christ tells us to take of my yoke because my burden is easy. To take of my yoke because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we give our burdens over to Christ and he carries those heavy burdens for us. And we take of his burden, which is light, right? The true contentment, it was only possible once I have entered into a place of spiritual competence, right? I am able now to understand that. Every moment, regardless of circumstance, is possible of contentment in Christ. I can understand that it doesn't come from outside of me. It doesn't come from what's around me. It doesn't come from any circumstance or situation that I may find myself in, but it comes from Christ that's within me. Because if I look at my circumstances to find contentment, then my contentment standard would be changed changing like the wind because circumstances situations are only for a moment right we don't go through the same thing all day right like it's not all the time that we're gonna be living a good life sometimes things are gonna go wrong and then it's also not all the time where we're gonna be weary and worn down Storms don't last always, right? And so if we base our contentment off of circumstances and situations, what would that really look like for us? It doesn't come from any of that. It comes from within us, from the spirit that resides in me, the Holy Spirit, because of what Christ has done for me. He has expiated my sin. He has made the ultimate atonement for my life. And I have to continue to walk in that and be capable and be knowledgeable of what he has done for me. Being able to discern and understand the times that I am in. Because I may find myself in in a trial or tribulation that does not mean that my contentment is lost. It does not mean that I can't find peace even in the storm. I am still capable of grabbing hold of what already belongs to me. Contentment is mine. I am already victorious, says the Lord. He has already made the victory. He's already won it. It is already his. And so if I am in him and he in me, then me too is victorious. And that is just simply how it is. And I and I love the way that Paul even puts it in Philippians chapter four, verse 11. He says that I have learned. He learned. It's a learned behavior. So if it's a learned behavior to be content, then that means that I can learn it too. That means that whatever state in that I may find myself in, either in the natural or even in the spirit, I can be content. I can learn too how to con- how to be content. I can learn too how to abase and how to abound. And it is from that place I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's from a place of safety and it's from a place of peace. But first we have to f- get to that place. And I absolutely love this because the word Christ and in, in uh the New Testament, okay? The word Christ, when I click on the definition, it actually means anointed or the anointed one. And so now I want to look up that word anointed because it's giving me so many different ideas when it comes to the word anointed and what I really got, what, what I get from uh, uh, anointed, right?, Is the anointed one of the Lord. And so it it led me to Luke chapter 4 verse 18 and 19. And it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And I, I absolutely love this one because it's old Testament teachings, right? This is literally old Testament teaching. Jesus is quoting straight out of the book of Isaiah. And I was just blown away. But what I really want to focus on is that word anointed. Okay. And it's it's interesting because just like I said, Christ actually means anointed. When you click on that word in the Strong's Christ anointed or anointed one. Okay. And so what I got from that, right, it says in verse 18, right here in chapter four of Luke, Anointed, to smear with oil. That is to consecrate to an office of religious service to furnish what is needed. So Christ means anointed and Christ is who we can find our contentment in. And the word anointed means to smear with oil, to supply with what is needed. Ooh. wow doesn't the Lord supply us with what we need wasn't he the one that was anointed from head to toe with the from the woman with the alabaster box of ointment wasn't he consecrated for his death and burial is what he said to his disciples who in the fact that he's even here he's saying that the spirit of the Lord is upon him, Because he has anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent him to heal the broken hearted. To preach deliverance to the captives and to set liberty to those that are bruised. To preach about the acceptable year of the Lord. He has recovered the sight of the blind. He has healed the deaf and the mute. Okay, and I find this to be so amazing because once what we have is supplied to us from the spirit of the Lord. Right. Once we have what is needed, we can find ourselves in a place of contentment in Christ. Once we are made free. Once we have come into the truth and the knowledge and understanding of who Christ is and what he has come to do, that contentment and that peace can hit whole different in our lives. It can hit different and it does hit different. Man, I was over there just thinking like, wow, this is absolutely amazing absolutely amazing just the word of god now i want you guys to listen to this because this is old testament teachings that jesus is talking about right here in luke chapter 4 verse 18 so now i want to jump to isaiah 61 verses 1 and 1 and 2 and it says the spirit of the lord is upon me sounds similar right because the lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Isn't it similar? It is really similar, almost verbatim. But what really stuck out to me is the word anointed in the Old Testament right here from the same scripture that Jesus quoted in the New Testament, right? That same word anointed, it actually has the same or a similar definition as the anointed in the New Testament. And it reads, ointment that were made from oils and smeared on injuries for healing. Oil also was smeared on the heads of individuals who were being given the office of a prophet, a priest, or a king as a sign of authority. Wasn't Jesus anointed from head to toe by the woman with the alabaster box? I'm going to ask it again. And it is so amazing at how scripture can go from Old Testament to New Testament. And it. Fits right together. Like the Lord is amazing. (laughs) He's literally amazing. His word is amazing. And just how everything comes together is absolutely awesome. Okay. And so I want to jump back New Testament. Luke chapter 7 verse 38. And it says. And stood at his feet behind him weeping. And began to wash his feet with tears. And wiped them with the hairs of her head. And kissing his feet. And anointed them with the ointment anointed it's the same word it's the same anointed as luke verse uh 18 chapter 4 right but the only difference in this anointed that it actually means the first or alpha what does jesus tell us he is what he is who the alpha and the omega he is the first and the last. He is the Aleph Tav. It's, it's awesome, man. It is awesome. He is the anointed one from God. He is the one who was sent to what? Set the captives free. To bring liberty into this world. To make known the truth of the gospel of the Lord, to give the Holy Spirit, to atone for our sins, to give a new life, for us to be born again, for us to walk in the contentment of no matter what's going on around us, we don't have to focus on those things. We can be tunnel vision on Christ. We can be tunnel vision on the word of God, to walk in love, to talk in love, to act in love. To be in love with the Lord. Man, that is absolutely amazing. In this moment, this woman with the alabaster box, I feel like she was sitting in a place of revelation. She knew who Jesus was and what he had come to do for her. She knew. How did she know? I feel like it was revealed to her by the Lord, by the Father, which was in heaven. Because why? What does Jesus say in Mark 14, verse 8? He says, She hath done what she could, she is come a far hand to anoint my body to the burying she she was deeply impressed by his feet because they were the feet that was bringing her peace and salvation aren't those the same feet that brings us peace and salvation we can find contentment in the peace of the god of peace who has come to bring peace and salvation who is the prince of peace it's interesting because in isaiah chapter 52 verse 7 how beautiful upon the mountain are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings that publishes peace that bringeth good tidings of good that publisheth salvation That saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. How beautiful are the feet of our Lord. The woman, she sat here, she anointed him from head to toe in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leopard. He sat down to eat. And the woman comes up with the box, okay? She breaks the box of this precious, expensive spike nerd, right? She breaks it and she pours it on his head. She weeps at his feet because she's she has this sense of of knowing, of revelation of what he has come to do for us. And it's absolutely amazing. We can find solace in that. Just like the woman found solace in who she knew Christ to be. She knew who he was. She knew what he had come to do. And she knew that he had come to bring her peace. When she broke that alabaster box, whew, To get out that expensive oil, it was also like how Jesus' body was broken for us. Jesus tells us at the last supper, this is my body which is given for you. He broke up the bread and passed it around and said, do this in remembrance of me because my body is broken just as this bread is being broken my body will then be broken for you the woman with the alabaster box she understood what needed to be done this is my body oh the same way that the box is broken and it's it, it's about seeing what god has given us in this man in the man of Jesus, because it was for his body that he has expiated our sin. It is not only a given body, but a surrendered body, because he surrendered, he gave up his life and his body for us. And the woman with the alabaster box, she understood that she knew that he was coming to bring the peace that she longed for, that she needed, that she wanted. Oh, the salvation that comes behind the cross that comes behind our Lord and our savior being obedient, even unto the cross of the surrendering of his body man, we can find contentment in that. It is possible for us to do that. He has died already for us, right? We have peace. We can take hold of it. We can find contentment in it. We can find solace in it. We can rest in it. He has come to give us rest. We just have to be at that level of competency, right? Being capable, an understanding of what it is and what it isn't. Because if we find ourselves always in a place of materiality, of chasing after materialistic things, we're always going to be in a place of seeking. We're always going to be in a place of chasing. Because material things are fickle. They come and they go. They come and they go. They come and they go. And this is why the Lord tells us to store our treasures up in heaven. And it's so interesting because right here on Mark chapter 14, verse 3, it says, And being in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, he sat at meat. There come a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. And she broke the box and poured it on his head. Right? Spikenard. Spikenard. How how interesting is that? When I look up this word spikenard, it actually means trustworthy. Genuine unadulterated (laughs) unadulterated pure and genuine who is that for us who is trustworthy who who is faithful to us who is genuine and pure our lord our savior he is and will all Ways be. He is who sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes on our behalf. He is the one. and upon our reliance on Christ is how we can find ourselves in that contented space of faith of peace, of salvation. It is the conviction of the truth and of the knowledge of man's reliance on God, to God, to divine things. Man, it's it's all relating back to Christ. It's all relating back to our faithfulness in the word and even where he sat to eat In Simon the Leopard House, like what? In Bethany, okay? Man, it is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And when we can really take this, right? And understand that it's through our reliance on the truth. It is through what Christ has done for us at the cross. It is through our competentness of being capable, of grabbing hold to the knowledge of our chief, our king, our savior. Understanding that we can run, we can run to him. And he will be there, arms open wide, right? Ready to receive us, ready to teach us, ready to impart in us the wisdom of how we can continue in the race. Ready to bless us. Ready to show us in the way that we should be going. Hallelujah. We are all called to perfection. No, we're not perfect, right? But that is not an excuse to continue to walk presumptuously. Hallelujah. And so I want to challenge you guys all today. Have you found contentment in the Lord? Are, is is he the one that you are grabbing hold to? Is he the chief in your life? Is he the head of your life? Is Jesus the standard? Are you finding yourself being led by the spirit of the Lord? Are you capable? are you, are you capable? Like really? We have to start being honest with ourselves and we have to start learning the things of the spirit and learning how we can work on our own soul salvation because it's ultimately about the soul. It is ultimately about being whole soul beings, right? Whole. Are you whole? And it's so crazy because a friend of mine had a, um, a study or room about being whole. And a lot of people in the room were basically saying that they were not whole, including myself, because I'm not. Like, I feel like I have so much work that the Lord needs to do in me, through me. There's so many different areas in my life where I am incomplete, but I know without a shadow of a doubt, right? That he who created a good work in me will complete it. I can find peace and I can be content even in the brokenness, even in the mess because of the God that I serve the god of peace will make me whole and i i just it's it's amazing and so in his word what he was basically um trying to get us to all understand is that we it, it starts with the small things and how redemption is time release so immediately our spirits Are already saved our spirits are already redeemed right but then we still possess a soul and then we still live in a body even though we are first spirit right so when we repent and we say lord i accept you as my lord and savior right i believe in my heart that your son has come to die on the cross for me, okay? And we believe in Christ immediately. Our spirits are saved, right? Immediately. Our spirit is redeemed, but we still have a soul. We still have a body. And because we are in this body, not in the new body that we have for us in heaven, we're still in this flesh body. And the flesh wants what it wants. We have to have the process of the body catching up to who the spirit already is in heaven. And so sometimes, yes, we're going to mess up. Sometimes, yes, we're not going to get it right. We're going to fall. We are going to stumble even. But we can still be content and find peace in it. Why? Because the God of peace will sanctify us Holy, not H O L Y, but W H O L L Y. He will sanctify us wholly, whole, our whole being, and it's absolutely amazing in just the journey and the word but we have to come into that place where we're competent our mind our minds are in a place to receive what it is that God has for us to receive we have to control the mind we have to subject the mind under the consciousness mind of Christ there's literally no other way because it always starts within So then it always boils down to, what am I feeding myself? Am I in a posture of learning? Am I in a posture of humility? What is my heart posture? What is it that I'm doing that may hinder my growth, that may hinder my maturity in my walk? And we really have to understand it and be honest with ourselves. Because like Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, he learned. That means it took practice. It took time of implementing the word, of being the word, of living the word, of doing the word, of speaking the word. But if we're not being diligent in the word if we're not applying the word hmm, then what are we really doing right like what are we really doing if we're just saying i trust in the lord but really you don't believe the words that you're saying are are we ever gonna walk into a place of contentment can we even rest in the peace that, that God has right for us. Can we rest in that? It all starts with us. Everything that we go through, it all starts with us. And we have to work out our soul's salvation. Because the spirit is already done. It's already in heaven. It already has the new body. Okay. It's waiting for, you know, the trumpets to blow. And in the twinkling of an eye, everything is going to be done. Okay. But what does our soul look like? Are we working on that? Are we working on crucifying that flesh every day? Like really, are we Are we really doing the work that is necessary for a soul's salvation? Let's learn how to work on being whole. Let's walk it out. Let's learn how to even be content and even knowing that no, we're not there yet. And where is there, right? But knowing that even though we're still walking it out, we can have that peace and contentment in the Lord because he who created us will complete the work that he has started in us. And so with that, beautiful people, I want to pray us out of here and I just pray that you guys continue to go out and be the amazing people who God have called you to be. Continue to work on that thing. Continue to be honest with God and tell him to help you in those areas that you don't really want to shine light into, to really place that light in there and uproot all of that negativity that we may have inside of us, to really Allow us to walk it out, and no matter how hard it may seem, that we can still be content and find peace because the Holy Spirit is gonna tailor make us, okay? And He He is gonna make sure it's a perfect fit, okay? <laughs> so let's go ahead and pray. Oh, most gracious and heavenly father. I thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you for just a beautiful, beautiful uh, opportunity, Lord God, of being able to go through your word and really decipher what you have placed in your word for us to understand today, Lord God. I thank you for what has gone forth on this podcast today, and I thank you for every listener that is listening, Lord God, no matter where they are in this world, Father God. I ask that the word continues to go forth, Lord God. Your plan, Lord God, continues to go forth, Lord God. And I just ask, Lord God, that the word has blessed each and every last single listener, their ears, Lord God, and their lives, Father God. I ask that we as a people, Lord God, as a whole, as the body of Christ, continue to reach for you, Lord God, to continue to press toward the mark of the higher calling that is in you, Christ Jesus. I love you, Lord. We love you, Lord God. We continue to thank you and praise you and honor you just because of who you are in our lives, Father God. Just because of your your plan over our lives, Lord God, and I just ask that the will of you, Lord God, be placed over your people, Lord God, to allow your will to go forth in each and every last single believer's lives that is listening to this podcast right now, Lord God. I ask, Father God, that your perfect plan, Lord God, is is coming in into fruition in each and every last single person's lives, Lord God. I ask, Lord God, that you understand. That and you know that whatever anybody has may set before you, Lord God, that you are the one who can do all things, Lord God. And we trust in you, Lord God. We trust in who you are, Lord God. We trust in you, Father God. We continue to love you and honor you, Father God. Allow us to learn what it means to be content in your in your in you, Lord God, and in, in, and in who you have created us to be, Father God. Allow us to know that you are genuine And you are pure You are righteous and you are holy And all things that are of you Lord God Are good and we love you Lord We thank you for your goodness We thank you for your mercy We thank you for always being faithful to us Father God Allow us to be continued to stay in a posture of faithfulness To you Lord God A posture of humility Lord God Allow us to walk into the ways That you have called us to walk Father God To be able to implement your word in our lives Lord God to be able to apply your word to every situation that we may find ourselves in Lord God and I just continue to thank you and praise you and I speak blessings over everyone's life Lord God I ask that you continue to shine your faces upon them, Lord God, continue to show yourself mighty in their lives, Lord God. And for anybody who has not accepted you in their hearts, Lord God, and they are listening to this podcast in this day or this moment, Lord God, I ask that you continue to touch their hearts, Lord God, continue to pull at their heartstrings, Lord God, continue to allow them to confess their sins unto you, Lord God, and repent, Father God, and accept your son, your only begotten son in their hearts, Lord God, because he has come so that the world may be saved, Father God, and so that they can be saved as well, Lord God. I ask that you continue to show them, Lord God, in your way, Lord God. Continue to show your people, Lord God, the way, Father God. Allow us to be able to endure, Lord God. Give us a spirit of endurance, Lord God, so that it doesn't matter whatever in any, any situation or circumstance that we may find ourselves in, that we can still find peace and solace in who you are because you are faithful to your people, Lord God hallelujah you are faithful to your people lord god build up our faith lord god give us a new measure of faith lord god even if we don't understand how something is going to happen or how you're going to move in our lives father god i just ask that expectations be removed hallelujah that the only thing that we are expecting is that you will move on our behalf it doesn't matter how you do it lord god But the fact that you will is all that we need to know and all that we need to believe and continue to stand on the firm foundation, continue to build on that foundation, continue to work out our own soul salvation so that we may walk and live in a life that is wholly sanctified by you. I love you, Lord, and I bless you. And I speak blessings over everyone's life in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Thank you all for joining me here on the Pace Place podcast. I am your host, Latrell Pace, and I will catch you all later. You guys go out, have a beautiful day, and be awesome people. And remember, God loves you, and God be with you all.